All right, we'll just quick do the intro and just start talking. That works for you. Yeah, let's do it. Um, anything? Hope they ask like any any restrictions on like swearing nope. or anything. Fuck no. We um <laughs> we very much encourage everyone to be themselves and just have a nice relaxing chat about everything. So, Sweet. unless you end up saying things like you know racist things or. No, no, no. <laughs> that, that's probably the only limitation. Be like, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> but... No, totally. Yeah, no, that's a, yeah. <laughs> You'd have to talk to us from that. the train up there. <laughs> and then it's, and yep. it's sort of like, you know, you don't want to offend anybody, but then how do you, how do you call someone like that? If we did have a guest like that, how do you call them out without offending them? And does that matter? But, I think no. if they're being racist, it doesn't matter. I think you yeah. just kick them out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we don't have anyone in the audience yet. Sometimes we have two or three or more people. So if they pop in, we at the end we'll kind of open up for questions if that works. So Sweet. just so you know, cool. a couple of the regulars um, had some good questions, so we might sort of get their input yeah. kind of in the show too. Sweet. But hi everyone, welcome to VR Verdict Podcast, Episode Eight Zero. I am PJ. And Wookie. And I'm Jeff Bull Jr. <laughs> and we're here to talk about Jeff's game. Don't ups I want to say anger. Is it anger or upset Bobby? It's a don't it's upset. upset Bobby. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know why my brain's saying anger, but Yeah, it's same um, same word pretty much. <laughs> it means the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just by the title of the game, I mean I saw a couple of clips over there in the video on the wall, but that already kind of terrifies me. Like it's some little <laughs> creepy, maybe British kid. I don't know. But that's already kind of like, don't upset Bobby. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you definitely yeah don't want to. You don't want to make him upset for sure. But yeah, uh, you basically just have to keep him happy. That's the entire point of the game. Yeah, I um, that, uh... I don't do well with horror in VR, and it's only in VR. Outside of VR, nothing phases me. But in VR, it's it's too real. So I actually went in your app. I saw Bobby. I had a few words with him. I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> but <laughs> for, for those listening, Bobby is like, he reminds me of an, a very angry chunk from um, the Goonies. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We tried to make him like, uh, I guess for the people who don't know um, how what, what Don't Upset Bobby is, but Don't Upset Bobby is... It's like a small game that um, us that don't look digital created in 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when uh, the Oculus Quest came out, because we were just trying to, well, we were experimenting with the platform. Like, what could we make? Especially with, like, the freedom of, like, six degrees of freedom and no cable. We both enjoy puzzle games. Or it was just kind of one of those ideas. Let's make a game where you have to, like, build a tower for this, like, super Melty crazy kid. Yeah, and then, uh, and so we kind of game jammed it for a few weeks, just like building it. Um, we kind of like left it, we kind of left it in a state um, in 2019. And then, you know, 2020 happened and we were busy with other stuff and our own jobs and other projects that we've been. But we had a decent, uh, I guess, like base for a demo created. And so we decided this year, a few months back to just spend a couple weekends polishing it up and. Um, we got a friend to do sound design for it, and we shipped it on App Lab because we just thought it was a fun little project, and we were to see like what people would think about it. But in the game, you are in this room, and you're trying to build these towers, and we have three levels of difficulty. We're building these towers with Bobby's toy, um, <laughs> and as you're building them, you have it's all a fully physics-based game, so. You're picking up all these blocks and you're balancing them on top of each other and creating these formations. And the worse you're gonna, the worse you do, and the longer you take, the more upset Bobby gets to the point where he <laughs> he will kill you. Um, he will take you out if you don't build him his tower. But if you do build it in time, then he's happy. 
and that's kind of the base the basis of the game so you kind of you can like race for high scores and stuff mm-hmm. uh we have a couple different difficulties for that but um yeah so it's like a fun little game we released on app lab i think it was last week yeah i think last week it was released um and it's been it's been a fun time just seeing what people think about it because it's like kind of <laughs> scary but like stressful at the same time but a little silly and uh yeah, yeah. I like parenting simulator, oh, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I I, did, I don't know what it's like to be a parent, but um, right. <laughs> I'm sure it's extremely close to what this is like. <laughs> Our drunk history. From my point of view, it's you've nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> Our drunk history version of being a parent because, however, the players are going to react. Anything a kid would do in real life, it's innocent or not as it would be. I would still react that same way. The anxiety level would be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no totally but totally i wanted i i, I thought i heard, read or heard that you started this from a game jam session i was pretty amazed because um like the the, the atmosphere is incredible the sound like creeps up on you and like really gets a hold of you let alone bobby <laughs> it's for I, I don't know how much time you guys have really put into it but it's it's really good for what you kind of describing as a short amount of time so that's pretty impressive yeah yeah thank you i mean we there's a couple different bursts that we did the game in but the first i guess like this video is a little older but like this video was like the first um i guess representation of what we had for the game and we brought it to um oculus connect 6 to show off to some people and it was pretty simplistic like you can see in this video we have like these placeholder hands um we use some assets from just that we bought online and uh some simpler i guess like materials and whatnot in this room and we only had one puzzle um we brought it to oculus connect 6 um which is like the the vr conference put on by oculus and we had a bunch of developers play it and what was interesting is like they had a fun time and they gave us some critiques and stuff and some feedback and we brought it home and we worked on it just a little bit more we had a, a small another small burst of time and it was just me and a 3d artist at this point and then we brought it to um, another vr show like a get together over here in our hometown and we probably put around like a hundred um or so people through it and i would say 90 plus percent of them had never done vr before and <laughs> teaching them how to do like teleporting and like snap turning and all of those things was it was kind of a nightmare like pushing people through it like people got got tuned got tuned to it fairly quickly there were some people where they couldn't do it at all um but it was all it was just such a struggle and so based on that show we came back and we did another um pass on it where i got rid of the teleportation got rid of like all the extra artificial locomotion that we have that we had in the game and then i got the play space kind of similar to how job simulator works where yeah. it scales the environment based on your play space and we found that um taking away teleportation and artificial locomotion um made the game more stressful but allowed <laughs> for people to get into it and um i guess like learn it faster and i guess like get to the fun part faster with it and then nice. based off of that you know, we put it on hold again for, you know, a year or so and then kind of brought it in. I probably spent a couple weekends just polishing up some of the graphics a little bit and just polishing up some of the sticky points in it. And then we had, yeah. And that's when we got our friend to do sound design. So he spent probably a week. And he's a mastermind. Our <laughs> Crawford. Just now. Nice. But um, he busted out, like, the whole sound design for it, which really actually brought it to another level. Um, in terms of atmosphere so i'm really i think the sound really like a good 50 percent <laughs> it's like 50 percent of the atmosphere is body work <laughs> yeah i thought it was interesting that it's i was going to ask you about it anyway but you brought it up the there's no movement it's all six degrees of freedom like room scale yeah i thought that was really neat like that doesn't happen very often anymore <laughs> What you thought? No, you know, I, a lot of us were like, "That's that's where VR is going," and then it's like stopped. <laughs> so it was really neat. Yeah, to see I don't. That. That's what I like about VR. I like, I like VR. I like how it 
can be really immersive. And I don't necessarily mind artificial locomotion, but I think like some of the most immersive experiences I've had is in games like Job Simulator, where there isn't any artificial locomotion. Nope. And it really does kind of, it causes you to think very creatively in how like the world, what you're building, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing against artificial locomotion, but I guess I just, I like being able to put my family and my friends in it and like not have to teach them, Oh, this is teleport. And then, Oh no, they're getting sick. And like all of that, like, I just exactly. want them to experience. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I just want them to experience the thing I made. I don't want them to get sick. I don't want them to like, you know, trip yeah. over, you know, different controls. And I myself, I'm, I'm prone to motion sickness in VR, probably a little more than average. So that's part of it too. Is like I don't oh. want to get sick while I'm making the game. So yeah. And yeah. the thing with like creativity, like when you have constraints, that normally brings out the really creative process and ideas and stuff it's just like comedy or like tv shows like when you used to not be able to like swear on tv like you it made things <laughs> funnier because you know what was going on sure, they couldn't yeah. say it but they're alluding to it but yeah when you when you have a game where you're kind of like like you're bringing up job simulator where you don't really move um forces you to figure out like what that game is then but i agree with you like i have nothing against any type of locomotion in vr i love everything like the side scrolling the top down like all of it but yeah i would agree nothing is more immersive than one that is like room scale not just like movement but where you're kind of like in a one-on-one -on -one world like job similar where you're like behind a counter and it mimics real life if that makes sense so totally i agree because i think like it is you know until you get really comfortable with it like the artificial locomotion can it does take you out to a certain extent. And even like, um, even if you are really comfortable with it, it can take you out to a certain extent, um, which I think for some games is okay. Um, but we tend, since we're a smaller, um, we're just three people with this project, like with the products we're making at Don't Look Digital, um, it's just as we have to, we're building smaller worlds anyways, and um, we really want to get the atmosphere right. And so... It's just, I guess, in actually most, in all the experiences that we're building right now, in like our new one that we're building right now, um, once again, I'm trying to do it without any artificial locomotion and just trying to get creative with ways of like, you know, to, to just like to keep the immersion at the highest potential it possibly can. Um, and, but and it is, it is fun. It is fun trying to figure out new creative ways to get people moving around and get them to different locations and all of that. Um, yeah. without, you know, falling on, like, the crutch of, like, older game design. Or not even older game design. A non-VR artificial locomotion game design. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I've been kayaking a lot this summer, and every time I get out there, I think of Phantom Covert Ops, which is a game, oh, for yeah. those who don't know, you're in a kayak the whole time, and that, that game is immersive as hell. But yeah. every time I'm out there, I think of it, so it's, you know, that tells you something. Oh yeah, no, it's total. It's totally true. I think like some of the most immersive experiences I've had in, are in games like that. Um, so yeah, no, it's 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 been a blast for sure. Just trying to like think of yeah, think of creative ways. Like it really, with like the con you brought up constraints and like constraints of locomotion is one thing, but you know, working on the quest is another as well. Where like <laughs> graphically and your processing power you are constrained quite a bit compared to the PC. And it really does like, once again, like make you think creatively and it causes you to, you know, have to make these decisions that um, you really have to get the core of your game down. Right. Because if it's not right, like you can't really rest on your graphical prowess. Um, <laughs> like you can in like PC experience. Um, so, yeah. And that's the other neat thing about VR. Like, you know, of course, amazing graphics would be great, but you, it's not necessary because that's just the immersiveness of VR. Like your mind fills in the blanks, you know. So oh, yeah, it doesn't definitely. take much to like back when Google, Google Cardboard was a thing. Like the simplest things were like mind blowing. So oh yeah, pretty neat. Yeah, so true. So I'm curious, like with your company, um, you mentioned you're working on other things. Do you, as a company, do you have a plan to like 
Um, like, I don't know if you're done with this game or you plan on adding it, but do you kind of like rotate projects? Is that is a is that a plan or like where you'd work on whatever your new thing and then come back and add a level to this and then just to kind of go back and forth or? Yeah, I for for don't look digital specifically since it is it is like not our main gig it's like our side gig um and like i i work at a vr company here here in town doing some other vr stuff so like this is like our side thing so our projects by proxy just kind of have to stay smaller and so that's part of it um and plus like vr is like accelerating so much all the time that it's just fun to like try out new things and try out new ideas um so like right now with don't upset bobby like I'm, I'm working on like a really small update to like add in some tweaks and some bug fixes, um, things like that. But like besides that, unless it gains like garners a lot more attention, um, it's probably just gonna hang out how it is. Um, and we're working on another project right now that's once again like a smaller pro project, um, in similar scope, um, but. Kind of like way more epic i think <laughs> um but <laughs> and i think with with that one once again that's going to be a smaller project that we put out and then after that we're kind of i think that's when we're gonna kind of sink our teeth into a more long form project um that takes longer longer to develop for and like this we released bobby for free um we're probably gonna release our next thing for free or at least a low cost um because we just want to garner, we want to we want to garner some attention, but also like just gain some learnings from like what people yeah. like about the stuff that we make, what kind of knowledge we can gain, tree as a whole, um, knowledge we can gain marketing these games as like a buddy studio, things like that, um, and then based off those learnings, push into a a longer form project um, that has like more replayability, some bigger and using some of the technology that we've created for things like Don't Upset Bobby and some of the products we're working on right now. Um, so it's definitely a little freeform. Um, and since it's not our full-time gig, we don't have like any like super crazy long plans or projections for like <laughs> certain levels. But, you know, who knows, like based on, you know, we're, we're still in heavy experimentation kind of feel like i kind of feel like we're in that like indie band stage of like we're the small <laughs> band writing these like songs and just experimenting just to like find you know our voice i guess as a you know as a band or studio instant sure. kind of find that um kind of grab something and go go full force with it i think that's a really good approach and then you know Thankfully, it's not like your main gig where you have to stress out and make make money at it and worry about mm -hmm, it. But right. Something you enjoy, and you, like you said, you're just learning and using the experiences to better your next project. Yeah, definitely. So with the... Uh, I always lose my train of thought halfway through. <laughs> um, I do that as I'm just well. curious. We like to always get the backstory, like, you know, how'd you get into game dev or like, do you have a gaming history? And then once you got to game dev, like how'd you settle on VR being as it's a niche thing? And Yeah. Um, this, like the story for myself is just been a gamer since I was, can remember. Um, so played a ton of games. Um, and when I was probably out of middle school, high school, I wanted to be in a band. I wanted to tour the world and be the rock star and all of that fun stuff. And so I pursued that part of my career pretty hard and was able to gain some success out of it. Um, but as you can imagine, uh, music doesn't make you very much money. <laughs> um, and to supplement my income, I picked up writing iPhone apps back when like iPhone apps were like blowing up and they were the so I would like write these iPhone apps like in while we're in this in the van like traveling across the country like that's when I was building these iPhone apps and so I would sell them on the App Store and make some money off of that and I would uh, do contract work for people and then through that I was able to get some other like development jobs 
I'm working like specifically like in web development. Um, once again, like back and forth while I'm on the road with my band and then coming back and then eventually um, the music stuff I, you know, did, I kind of, I kind of stopped doing some music stuff was um, doing some more stuff at home was kind of like settling into like maybe chilling out for a little while while I was kind of figuring out some next steps. And that's when I discovered um, game development. Um, I've always played video games like every day, pretty much, but I didn't that game development was something I actually do. It always seemed like way too hard. I never thought I'd be smart enough to do game development. Um, it just, it seemed like magic to me that like, even as a developer, I was looking at game development and going, that's, there's no way I could do that. I'm not smart enough. But um, I was able to pick up like a small tutorial um, for a, for building small video game in Unity Engine. Once I was like working on that, I was going, hey, like it uses a lot of similar building blocks that like my uh, previous development work had used. And I was like, wait, maybe this isn't as hard as I thought it was. <laughs> maybe I have gained uh, knowledge and I have you know, gotten better at development and you know, maybe I can actually try tackling this now. So I actually started working on some really crappy games in Unity. Um, actually, my work that I was working at, they picked up Unity contracts, so they threw me at those, and so I kind of cut my teeth on really primitive um, like game development. Like It was like little marketing games, like little quizzes and stuff. Um, and then we actually... I actually got a headset from Microsoft. I, I got an Acer Mixed Reality headset. We were at a conference, and they were just giving them out to devs, probably because... <laughs> and they were trying to get devs to like work on apps for their Microsoft store. So sure. I brought that home and threw it on and mind was blown. Like that was, <laughs> I, had, I had tried VR before that once, but it was like three off just like in a roller coaster or something. And I was like, that's cool. But like I hopped into VR for the first time, probably in like 2018 or so. Um, and I was downloading games off Steam and just, like, mind was blown. I was obsessed with it. Um, and that's kind of how I got started. There's a VR company in town that I started working with who uh, does fitness um, VR work. And so, once again, that was just another, I guess, motive for me to just dive deeper into VR. And the deeper I dived into it, the more I fell in love with, um, with the concept of VR and just the execution. All these headsets that have come out and all the experience. Not to mention, like, when you're building worlds in VR, you, like, right here, like, you can actually like, interact <laughs> with things you build, and there's there's nothing quite like that. Um, and, you know, it's it's super immersive, and I really love being able to create these worlds and, like, be inside of it. And so just the more I get into it, the more I fall in love with it. So I work on VR for my day job now. I work on VR. Side gig. <laughs> I play VR games too, so a little obsessed. I can get a little obsessive with certain things anyways, but that's kind of how I fell into VR. It was slightly by accident, but uh, yeah, I'm really glad it happened. Yeah. That's neat, because a lot of developers don't uh, like they don't play any VR games. They're tired of VR once they take the headset off from working. So <laughs> you do find a well, couple always... of rare ones that still like to play. <laughs> Well, there's always something to learn, um, I think. There's just, like, there's developers are coming up with new ways to do things every day. And so, like, the more... And I don't play, like, a ton, a ton of VR, but I definitely am always, like, buying the new games and at least, like, giving them a go for an hour or so and just, like, trying to learn, like, their systems and the way they do things like locomotion or the way they do rendering or, like, are they pushing, you know, the medium potential and see if i can learn from that so i definitely try i definitely use the excuse that it's research when i can <laughs> yeah before we get too far off the subject uh, we always share links in the show notes for anyone listening but um you want to plug any of your music you got anything downloadable or <laughs> oh for the music out? stuff i mean if you if <laughs> if anyone is interested in uh like garage rock or indie rock um, yes I have a project called Dad Wave. 
finish this. DAD wave. Um, yeah, look, wave. look me up on Spotify. Um, hit those hit those plays so I can get my point zero one cents per play or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, no, but I I still put stuff out every once in a while. Nice. It's still, um, music is still like I'm still highly in love with. It. Yeah. Do you plan to do any of the music for any of your projects or anything like that? Or so is it strictly I used... like rock and roll? <laughs> yeah, no, I used to do some of the music for our projects. But then once I met uh, Dara, um, who does the audio stuff for our stuff, he's he's a, an audio wizard uh, mastermind. He creates these sounds and these uh, soundscapes, these and there's no way, you know, I'm definitely more of like the <laughs> rock, like musician for sure. Um, and he's just soundscape. Thing. So I just, I leave that to him. <laughs> like sometimes I'll, I'll throw in a bit of my ideas or at the end of the day, it's his call. <laughs> I'm like, I think it could sound cool with this. And, but you know, whatever he gives, whenever, whatever he hands over, I'm like, just throw it in. So, nice. yeah, he's creating. I just got a new sound file for some of our new stuff that he's working on, and uh, it definitely it gave me chills for sure. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm not a great in horror, and just just in the menu alone, I was like, "Yep, this is creepy." I'm not gonna make it very far. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's I mean, so interesting because I'm definitely I'm a baby when it comes to horror. And I and the reason why I think I can create some of these games is because like maybe I feel a little more in control, and maybe because I stare at it every day, like <laughs> not as scary to me. So it is it's surprising when some people are like, "Yeah, it was really scary," and I was like, "Wait, was it? <laughs> I I thought it was kind of fun, but I don't know." It's awesome. I got to point out to the listeners earlier on when I shouted "Jesus," it's because we have the video playing over there, and I saw Bobby for the first <laughs> time, and I was just like, "That was it!" I fucking shouted like "Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> Being yeah, well, in the like... game, you like load into the menu, and it's just like the has a couple puzzle options, like and that teddy bear sitting there, and that teddy bear by itself is like creepy in VR. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, you can thank our 3D artist Trey for all of that. He has a knack for <laughs> making things super unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't even start a puzzle. I just, like I said, I sat there and talked to Bobby a little bit. Kind of, you know, <laughs> but hey, don't start none. There won't be none. <laughs> type of thing. Oh, my God. That's funny. That is funny. We always, I wanted, when we, like, had all of our dream features, there to be some Easter eggs, like, you at him or something. Never made it in, because it would, maybe one day. <laughs> In some AI conversational component where you just sit there and have like an hour long chat with him and he just looks. <laughs> oh my. That would be a fun experiment for sure. Hard yeah. to do, I'm sure. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Looked it uh, up and it, there's a couple games that do that, but the CPU overhead to the checking the internet and all that, they're like, oh, can't have else to the game. So. Yeah, I think yeah. if I could sit there and talk with him and, and become friends, I could probably then do the puzzles without without too much issue but well the, i think the thing is is you have to do the puzzle to become his friend so i think ah, that's the I'll whole thing <laughs> damn it bobby <laughs> <laughs> have you ever tried anything in vr horror wise i don't think you have have you Wookie? no i haven't um i just haven't seen one that like reached out i mean not that i'm against it um i would really want to film myself because I like to get immersed in stuff where PJ's like, it doesn't bother me. I'll either, when I was, like, I don't know, 20 something, there's that, you know, I know what you did last summer movie. I think my friends wanted to see in the theater. I'm like, whatever. I fell asleep during that and they were shouting and waking me up. Uh, <laughs> but me, they're like, I'm going to fall asleep or I get really into the atmosphere, really immersed in it. And then I get, I get creeped out by shit. We'll play like Grand Theft Auto has a mode where you like, you, some people have flashlights some people one person has like a shotgun and all the lights are off and one of the levels is heat packing plant with like you know you can see like smoke and one light it's creepy and i'll just get weirded out doing that and i'm sure pj's just like you know <laughs> in the corner whimpering 
Oh man. You know. Um, so sometimes I get I get into it. So I just haven't found one that was like, hey, I think I would finish that game. Like some of them, like I'd try that, but I probably wet my pants. Um, <laughs> oh, totally, totally. I feel that I can't really get through too many. Um, I've tr- I try to play a horror game in VR, but I I can only play it for like thirty minutes. It's too stressful. And I yeah. say that, but I don't know. I might not get like too scared, but I would really want to finish the game. So the one that really reaches out to me is that Senua's Sacrifice. Because I got that on Xbox and I still haven't even played it. I was like, PJ, you got to try this game. It looks fantastic. PJ bought it, played it. And I'm like the type that, you know, I got I to gotta set aside an afternoon. So I haven't had an afternoon where I oh, felt like playing yeah. that. Now they have a VR version. I was like, shit. Oh, I gotta get man. The VR version. <laughs> um, that, that game, I so I played it on Xbox and I got through the first area and i'm like like i love the design the sound but like the combat was like me but then they came out in vr and i was like i gotta try it and i was on the edge of my seat i don't know how many hours i played it it was like four or five maybe all the way through i made it all the way through but i was like tense the entire time because it's fucking creepy (laughs) and all the audio is just perfect and it's just oh like one of that and it was like like some imposing figure off in the forest that you're probably making your way to but just the figure standing there like nonchalant <laughs> oh god what am i in for yeah oh man we should do an event like that because i'd really like to see what i would do because we we did like a laser tag thing with zombies in like a theme park kind of thing yeah that was there's <laughs> playing the zombies so the people like grabbing you and all this crazy stuff they had really good makeup on one of our friends the game Nate gave him the name Buttercup for the scoreboard, I remember. It was just... <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And there was this one really good actor. We, like, turned to the right, and this dude was, like, just doing some zombie howl, and I just howled right back at him, and I was shooting everybody. I'm like, hey, I might have the top to, you know, live in it. Because I just screamed. I think I scared him. Like, I was all right. Yeah. Our other friends, because you could only do so many people in the in the run at once, they heard Mr. Buttercup were talking about outside screaming. That's all. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty good. And I think, you know, when you say you're demoing it at Oculus 6 or even like where, uh, like in public or whatever you're, you were doing, it's got to be really fun to watch that. Like people, especially that haven't played VR, just like, you know, how their body reacts. Oh, the headset. yeah. That had to be a blast. Oh, it definitely was. It was a, it was. It's always a great time. And that's like, once again, it's like one of the reasons why I try to simplify the control scheme and like the locomotion. I want to be able to just have anybody try it out um, without, you know, too much fuss or effort. Uh, and yeah, so it's definitely, I really enjoy like showing it to people and getting their reaction. I think one of uh, my friends just used Bobby to uh, show to um, his friend who was new to VR. <laughs> And he said it was a, an awesome time. So that makes me happy to hear for sure. Well, if Wookie or I don't get, don't play anything this, this Halloween sometime in October, we'll have to do something and maybe Bobby will assist us where we, we'll, we'll <laughs> live stream awesome. it and just, you can watch us cry and scream. Ever <laughs> with the Friday, the 13th game where it's like the five against one or something. Oh, uh-huh. And that same friend of ours, the buttercup, He's gonna, uh, oh, he's not gonna, he's gonna be mad we're calling him Buttercup. He's just the funnest, <laughs> hooting and hollering, and oh my god, we gotta do that. We gotta make a video for that. Slight pause. And you said <clears throat> that we had assets from the game that they wouldn't work. Did you sabotage that because you didn't want Bobby standing <laughs> in the corner? <laughs> no, no, because um, I very much wanted to. I'm I'm trying to face my fears with this, so I was very much looking forward to meeting him because uh, the last uh, guest we had, they brought in one of his assets, and they really, like, it was bigger than our booth. It was outside our booth, and he's like, whole, like, I work with this piece all the time. He's like, to see it like this, he's like, it's insane. So I was really hoping for a really big Bobby. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been I did awesome. not sabotage it. <laughs> oh, yeah. How dare like you. the horror <laughs> calling you out. <laughs> like, <clears throat> when you have games that even, you know, 
like high fantasy epic fantasy games like you know the witcher 3 i keep going to that because that's just a good example of a whole bunch of stuff there's times in the witcher 3 and stuff where it's like a good you know romp through the fields and chopping up monsters and then you get into like some swamp with like swamp hags or some shit like that definitely love when it turns creepy because even in that game there's a part where i'm walking through this forest where like i don't know magic explosion happened and all the trees are all fucked up and i'm sitting there just oh. walking in this character's having a discussion i'm like i'm just legitimately weirded out by this and then the character in the game the Geralt guy goes this forest is fucking creepy and i'm like thank you <laughs> <laughs> Wish oh, more awesome. They would lose some customers, not me. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I was in the exact same area, and I, flat games don't bother me. Horror movies don't bother me. Like it's just VR. <laughs> I don't. Too real. <laughs> it probably doesn't help. Yeah. Um, I've said this on the podcast. It probably doesn't help. I don't remember the first. I might have been. I think. I want to say it was Five Nights at Freddy's, but I don't think that had come out yet. But I did try, like, a little horror thing. Maybe it was Face Your Fears. And the first time I played it, I was in the middle of whatever was scaring me. And I was I was doing all right. And then, like, my cat brushed up against my leg, right? It's <laughs> like something happened, in, and I, that freaked me out. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Maybe that's what I was just have PTSD or something. I don't know. Or dementia. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I couldn't make it through very much of Face Your Fears. Like, too much. For sure. <laughs> I did be good in the first one. The second one, I didn't do well. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Joe Rogan hosted game, like Fear Factor or something like that? Just challenges? It's just no. kind of different scenario. Like, the first one I did, I think it was kind of like a King Kong thing where you, this big monster had me in his arm at the top of a skyscraper and things were happening. And then I he like either throws you or something and like you fall, but then it gets like creepier. Like the next thing was like a haunted shack. <laughs> <I'm> back. <laughs> so it's just kind of different boy. scenarios they put you through. And I going back to The Witcher. I was playing The Witcher mobile game that just came out, and I haven't got to start that much because it's you know it's you got to walk around. It's like an area based GPS game. You know, like Pokemon Go, and there's some AR components. It keeps putting the the quests like across the big road. I don't want to walk through there. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Take walk once in a while, and sometimes they're after the podcast, so it's like you know nine o'clock at night. It's dark out. We're just walking through our neighborhood, and I'm just walking through, and I'm fighting this gross looking monster. And girlfriend's talking about something. I'm like, uh huh, uh huh. And then I, like <laughs> my my head while I'm fighting this monster, and I yelped. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that's a extra layer there. Yeah, part of the AR. They just um, they just announced. I think it was today that um, Space Pirate Train Arena is coming out finally. Oh, that's I don't know cool. if you guys have heard of that, but it's the guys that made Space Pirate Trainer, obviously. But this is like an arena-based game, and it I the beta was just about to come out, and then COVID hit, so they canceled it because they don't want people, you know, playing together. But it it's it uses a, you have to have at least an an area ten by ten to play in, and it's made for like gyms or like tennis court type stuff. And it's just like it builds like a stage around you, and you're you're in there like fighting and ducking and covering. But it uses the space really well. But anyway, like I've just brought that up because like with the Witcher AR game or the mobile game, with that kind of technology, like I would love to walk around my yard with my headset on. And do that kind of thing, you know, fighting random monsters and catching shit or whatever. But I think that'd be pretty neat. That would be awesome for sure. That'd be super cool. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a cool market for that, except for it's going to make people, you know, want to drive while playing a game if you've got the GPS location and stuff. There's like a GPS RPG called Orna. That's really fun. Like the first turn-based game I played in a long time. But you got to drive around to get all the bosses. So you gotta have somebody yeah. drive you to play the game effectively. I'm like, <laughs> I was Wasn't trying to have some issues with the my... uh, Pokemon Go, where like people were crashing into stuff while they were playing Pokemon yeah. Go. Yeah, and I was trying to do that. I wasn't driving. My wife was driving, but I was playing the Witcher game. It's been like 95 here for like two weeks straight. Right when that game came out, and I'm like, the first boss is 
over there, like a mile over there. I'm like, I'm not walking in this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I kept trying to catch it while she was driving around. It, it never worked out. But <laughs> oh man, and Pokemon Go came out. I work at a financial institution. They don't allow anybody to take any photos or anything just in case. And Pokemon Go came out that summer of 2016 or whatever. There was people like all over our campus or our headquarters. And the security guard, one security guard was running out, chasing people off. I remember laughing my ass off to seeing this, you know, security guard running. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. So, to bring this back to you a little bit and, and VR, maybe, <laughs> we, we tend to stray off, which is fine. But, um, I know you said you may not add anything to this, but, you know, if you, October is coming. <laughs> it is it is true we've been actually thinking about we've been thinking about you know doing a push for october so maybe 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 we might do something a little spooky a little spooky <laughs> addition to it potentially um if people aren't you know sick of us spamming it on our socials and stuff by that point <laughs> maybe we'll take a break for a little while and then re start remarketing around it also might be it um potentially the time when our new project's coming out as well. So who knows? Nice. Maybe we'll have multiple experiences put in yeah. uh, by that time. Be a good push for both of them. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Do something you finish the new spooky puzzle and you get something for your other project. That would be cool. That would we we do kind of and it's like it's it's a little it's a little you know, we're definitely big dreamers over at Don't Look Digital, but like we we do have like a don't look digital of um universe where like we have there is lore um in the bobby nice. universe and it does kind of tie into like our new project that we're working on even though our new project isn't it isn't like don't upset bobby and it doesn't include don't upset bobby um character or anything but it is in a similar universe you know so we do like the idea of having cross progression or some additions that kind of go sure experience who knows maybe there maybe there will be on like an either well, experience if you ever need voice actors for screaming let me know i'll just play i'll play the game <laughs> and you can capture me oh yeah sounds good it sounds good I'll definitely hit you up an extra in a, in a cop tv show i want to be the dead body pj wants to be the screaming <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that'd be. Uh, I could be a good dead body as well. <laughs> I don't have acting skills. Made <laughs> anywhere where I can just do nothing. That's you know, that's where I can be of help. Right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so before, um, no, strike that. <laughs> um, do you have? Just curious, going back to playing VR stuff, what has been like the coolest uh, moment or like most immersive app, like your favorite memory or whatever you have for from VR? I think um, I kind of split this off into like two, maybe two slightly separate categories where like one is like the social VR and then like the other is maybe the more experience of like me experiencing a specific world but like um i do like in social vr like one of the most memorable things was one of the first things i did where um at the time when i was first playing i was playing with another friend who had vr at the time and he was like across the country um in distance and we hopped into the same steam vr home or whatever both hopped into the same one and he's like six foot six foot something and i'm five eight um and so it was like crazy that like we were sitting there talking or standing there talking to each other and i had to like actually look up to like talk to him and he was looking down at me and i was like whoa this is crazy like we are hundreds of miles from each other um yet you know you're taller than me <laughs> and like that's something i have to take into account with our so with the social experience that we're having right now but that was uh that was like one that was one of the things like this is next level um 
I think VR blows my mind on the regular, but that was like one of the first, one of the, the first times. Yeah. Where it was like, this is awesome. This is, it definitely it adds a level of presence, you know, uh, that isn't, that you can't experience. And of course I'm talking, you know, I'm saying this and we all know this as like, <laughs> um, and like chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you already know that as well. But like, it's just so cool that I'm sitting here in this podcast talking to you guys and like, <laughs> I'm going to have memories of sitting at this, you know, at this table talking That's to your you friend guys. Builds. Yeah, to my friend Bill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out to Evan. Uh, this is awesome. But um, yeah, it's just crazy. Like in my dreams, if I dream about like, you know, a memory that I've had in VR, like it's going to be a memory of me actually being there. Like, yeah, it's, I just it's, think it's so when, awesome. When I think back to guests we've had and conversations like this, totally does feel like a real memory because, like, we're talking with our hands, we're moving, and yeah. every once in a while you're skipping around, <laughs> but <that's>, you <laughs> yeah. you remember it like an actual memory, and it's really nuts. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really really cool. I think like I was, I remember I was like feeling, and I'm probably gonna feel this after this, like, um, like that social, uh, like everyone has like their different social batteries that they have. And yep. like <laughs> mine will deplete after like a couple hours of like social activity and like in VR that it totally happens that way. Where like, if I'm playing poker with people <laughs> on poker stars, I'm talking with you guys, like at the end of this, I'm going to want to you know, sit there by myself and do my, you know, my own, my own stuff to get that social battery refilled. So I'm ready to go out and talk to other people or whatever. And like VR drains it at like the same rate that I've noticed that it can drain in real life for myself, which is really crazy. Kind of yes. <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of the same. We're sitting here and again, for anyone listening that doesn't know we're in VR doing this episode in a, in a, on our <laughs> stage. Like I keep forgetting to say that at the start, I gotta get better, but we're sitting here and it's like um, almost eight o'clock PM our time. But the sky is nice and bright. I've been telling the spatial lab guys like we got to get a roof or a darker background or something because I still feel like it's like noon. And my by one time we get out of here, I'm like my body thinks it's like my body's off. <laughs> I don't want to go to oh, sleep. Totally. <laughs> oh, I was so like, true. oh shit, it's nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually, I purpose, I made my my quest. My quest home environment i made it the uh the ski lodge or whatever because it's like 100 degrees over here <laughs> and like <laughs> just to try to trick my brain a little bit into being a little more comfortable <laughs> nice i don't know if we cut you off if you answered all that stuff or not but <laughs> oh no i think i guess the other thing I, I was trying to think of like an experience or like game to bring up but like uh I don't know. There's just probably too, there's too many to really count. I know that like yeah. um, uh, Vader Immortal, the first Vader Immortal, when like, um, I mean he you you meet Vader or whatever, and then he takes the sting out of your hand. He like force pulls the sting <laughs> out of your, and that was like chills down my spine. Like him talking to you, yeah. and his like breathing thingy. Like, <laughs> oh man, it's just like that was as a you know. Wars fan that was like that was that was wild um <laughs> i love those experiences like um i remember in a uh, super hot oh goodbye pj <laughs> i'm still here Ooh. did i go shooting off you went shooting off oh i'm still in this chair three feet to my right okay huh. oh no you're back all right there, the audio listeners bit. pj tried to run away <laughs> from the podcast so um Later, but, I heard the yeah, ice I know cream that, like, truck. Uh, that you okay over there? <laughs> you good? I think so. <laughs> All right. But yeah, no, it's a. Uh, I remember the other thing. Other game I was going to bring up is a uh, super hot. Um, especially, I know they kind of. I think people have seen that they've removed some of the. They've removed okay. some aspects of the game. Um, but those aspects for myself, um, which I've had a very different life experience than other people who, or it may have affected them negatively, but for myself, it was, uh, it was, I thought it was cool. Um, and I, it really affected me like, uh, 
like I still think about like that experience in the game, and that's another one that gave me the, just like uh, shivers down my spine for sure. What aspects are you talking about? Because I I still haven't played that one. So they, if I were if I recall, they removed. Um, they're essentially. I mean, I guess you can't really spoil it because you can't really play it anymore. But um, yeah. you used to in <clears throat> Super Hot VR uh, to. There's a couple portions of the game where you had to shoot yourself in the head. Um, and it was uh, super intense, um, and I can understand why they um, got rid of it, but there used to be a thing in the game. I had to do that myself. It was it was a trip for sure, mm-hmm. yeah, but they've recently removed it. We, um, to your point about your friend being far away and stuff, Wookiee has been down in the Carolinas for a lot, like down southern uh states and i'm up in wisconsin where we're, we've lived when we since we were born so to hang out in vr is amazing because we visit each other as often as possible but, but like with covid and everything there's been a couple years where we haven't seen each other so it's like it, it's really like hanging out with my brother and it's really neat but to the same point as super hot like one of the first games we got into was pavlov and one of the first oh. things we did because we're silly was Aim that gun at yourself <laughs> and do it. And oh, it was yeah, the totally first mean. time was like, holy shit, that felt weird. <laughs> yeah. Feel? Oh man, that. Yeah, I did the same thing when I played. I played Pavlov. I was like shooting stuff. Like I think they had like that. I don't know if you guys when you guys played it. It was they had like that little room with like a table. With some... It was like noodling around, and then. Oh yeah, yeah, the like, original. Wait. Yeah. And you're just like, well, what if? What if? And like, you start pointing it, and you're like, this feels weird. Like this. Just is... pointing at yourself feels weird. Just that that mind link with the VR and the facial yeah, your brain is telling you like, this is bad. This is danger. Like, don't do this. Yep. And mm-hmm. you're having to like override and be like, no, it's fake. But your brain's like, do you think it's real? Stop. Are you sure it's fake? Don't oh, tempt me. That's fake. I think you did it first because we were just playing a match, and we always just played versus. And killed each other a lot. I think you did it first because all I heard was like, holy shit. And I heard a shot. And then you just died laughing. And I was running around trying to find you. And I found you. And I'm like, what the hell did you do? And you're like, watch this. Bam. Like, oh, my oh, God. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, totally. Look at that. So that was the next like... five minutes of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how, you know, your mind, it, VR really does trick your mind for sure. I tell this story too. We played a lot of uh, Elven Assassin, and the first time we played it, that's like the first time I was in VR. It was that, and my brain, you know, there's like low poly barrels and stuff you can hide behind. But I went to like dodge an arrow, knowing that it's like a Nintendo 64 style barrel there, (laughs) and my brain's like, "No, it's fine. You can lean on it. It's totally solid." And I just leaned over and put my arm out and just landed on my ass, just laughing the whole time. Yeah, we were we were in an arcade. And I don't know if you fell through the, because there's a curtain and then it was some walls, but I heard the thud. <laughs> and I don't know if, if you almost knocked that wall over or what happened, but it was funny. No, I just fell down like straight down because <laughs> I just went to like dodge and just to catch myself. One half of your brain's like, you know, it's fake. It's it's not really mm-hmm. there. The other half's like, I think it's fine. It's, it's, it's solid, <laughs> looks solid. It's coming at you. Everything's, you know, perspective makes, it, it adds up and then... Have you guys been to the the subreddit VR to ER? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it's just VR to ER, and uh, yeah, it's just videos of people oh. falling down. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> it can be if if you're <laughs> watching people, I guess, accidentally hurt themselves. It's on one. Some of them, as long as they're not too graphic, I can see there being like a safe for work one. But I saw one oh, like. Sure. It, must have been some girls, you know, there's a giant TV on the wall, and that's the, the foreshadowing. They just like It seems like she just puts a headset on, she's like fighting something, and then just runs and jumps right at the TV, just smashes everything. Oh. And it's like, what the? Like, yeah. zero to 60 in like half a second. Like, what, what game was that? <laughs> that's oh, what maybe kind of makes me crazy. nervous about horror games, because I've seen the same thing where, like, they're in there like a... 10 seconds and they whip that helmet or the the headset across the room like i don't want that to happen (laughs) oh yeah 
Well, I'm curious to see if we ever get a broken TV. I think we'll be <laughs> successful if that happens. Your yeah, face if I was a drug and that happened, yes. I'd be like, I'll pay for that. It was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, what'd you say? Okay, I got you. For a second there, your face floated right towards Jeff. Like, you were like, give him some space, BJ. Like, yeah, you were right up in his grill. Yeah. <laughs> Round. That happens. <laughs> I grill now. I, I think we've talked about this before, but what the one style of game, so here's an idea if you want it. <laughs> um a hide and go seek game, and you could do it creepily and it would be still be good, but like a hide and go seek game in VR I think would be fucking amazing. <laughs> or like the have prop you, hunt from Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Have you played um half and half? I've been in there, but I not a lot. I don't remember what I did in there. But they they have there... a hide and seek style game. Oh, um, it's a it's a maybe a, a take on hide and seek. It maybe isn't the true okay. hide and seek, but um, yeah, it is similar. And uh, now that I think about it, now that will be a really fun game idea for sure. Um, one of the games I wish that was more popular in VR were escape rooms. Yeah. Um, and I, it I seems like a no brainer. Like, We've We've played one. I don't know how there's not like a thousand of them. But... Yeah, there's seriously. a lot, but they vary think... in quality. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like it might be. I think what's hard about it is, uh, is like it's it's kind of like a one time experience, and like to make one, you have to, you make it multiplayer, and then you have to handle that entire multiplayer mm -hmm. framework, and then like yeah. you release the game, but like how much do you? How much can you charge? that like do people really want to spend x amount of money for like a one playthrough style game and yeah. like i can just see it getting like tough what i guess one place that i do feel like escape room might figure in are things maybe like something like in a vr chat or a rec room or like a the facebook like facebook horizons um somewhere it's a little easier <laughs> to build out these build out the scenarios um that they already handle all the multiplayer aspects for Fun, I think. Yeah. But have you played a fisherman's tale? Not yet. I have it in my library. I've heard it's really emotional. Um it's amazing. But I I'm I've always tried to decide if it's a puzzle game or an escape room. I lean more towards okay. escape room. Okay. And the fun thing about my mind, Wookie hates me for I I am a very much in the moment person, so like I can play a game and I forget it. And I can play it again in like a month or two and not remember much of it. I don't know. It's the same thing with movies. Like I have to watch something like Family Guy. We used to have to watch all the time to remember the one-liners and shit. Like, but, so I'm gonna. I'm about ready. I'm about due to go back and play that again. But I was. I was just curious what you thought of it. Like where, what kind of category you thought that fell into? It's on my list. So maybe once once I play it, I'll let you know. Um, because yeah. I do want to try it out. I've heard awesome things about it. I don't know if it is. I've heard that it's emotional, and I'm like, man, I have to be ready for that. Is it? It's. I can see where they'd say that, but I I don't think it's like a pluck the heartstrings emotional. It's okay. just kind of like, okay. oh, that was that was a good experience. But I, okay, I didn't cry. But... <laughs> it's possible I maybe confuse. I'm confusing it with another another. I thing, got that but... same vibe from it, so I, it's yeah. in my library too. But I haven't played it because I'm like. I don't want to get my headset full of water. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a game. What is it? Uh, like Ori. I don't know if you guys played any of the Ori games. Yep. Line four stuff. But yeah, that's, I, I was trying to play through the first one <laughs> on hour and I said, nope, can't do it. I, <laughs> it's too, let me go play doom or something like where <laughs> I can just like turn off my brain. I was like, I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm just being avoidant, <laughs> but I'm just like, <laughs> I have enough stress in my life already. I don't need to be crying over this little cute little creature. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, before we normally go around an hour, we don't care if we go over, but we don't want to like hog your time. Before we call it or wrap it up, is there anything you want to share with the listeners about your game or anything with VR or? 
I guess like the one thing I would love for people to do is if they're interested in experimental uh horror horror and not even like I don't know, just experimental horror games or just ex- you know whether it's like super scary or kind of funny and scary or just like immersive um yeah please follow us at don't look digital um we're on twitter and instagram and tiktok um you can also follow me at jeff bull jr um and we'll be posting we post progress and we're just trying to gain like as much information as we can on what people want to see in vr so if you want to help kind of shape the things that we're building yeah please follow us and uh, give us your feedback on don't upset bobby go download it for free it's on app lab um you can find it on side quest as well um yeah check us out at at uh don't look digital on twitter instagram tiktok and our website is don't look dot digital and you can find links nice. to bobby on there as well but yeah please let me know what you think um even if you think it's trash or you think it's awesome all the information super helps for sure yeah and all those links i'll get in the show notes and i i'm gonna say this we kind of brought this up but if we, if i don't play through this game by october we're gonna do something with it. <laughs> that would be awesome. something scary, regardless. Maybe this game's yeah. on the docket. <laughs> that, that would be awesome. Well, let me know <laughs> if you ever if you ever end up deciding to do that. Maybe I can sneak sneak a little. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been great talking to you. I like I said, I didn't play it along, but I I was in there enough to like the atmosphere was awesome. It was it did its job. I almost needed fresh drawers. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for your time and talking to us and um can't wait to share the game if I even if I don't get to it yet, but <laughs> yeah, when we yeah, do we'll share it even on. more. Yeah, anytime. And like we always invite everyone back if you have an update you want to talk about or another game or of course, yeah, I'll definitely have to reach out. Um Nothing. for sure. Or yeah, chat. nothing. You just want to come back and chat. <laughs> I might. I'll probably have to come back and hop into the audience as well. This is cool. This this is neat. The uh, first time we were in here, I, PJ and I jumped up on the railroad track because there's a little train back there. You can't quite see it from here, and we just raced all the way around the train track until the game froze. Like it locked. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I screwed. But it's really big. Oh, that's so, funny. We were doing um Eddie Vedder stage dives off of the top here. Oh, Catch man. me! <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's the awesome. first thing I was thinking. I'm like, ah, it's so cool. <laughs> All right, for everyone listening, this was episode 80 of the VR Verdict podcast with Jeff Bull Jr. joining us, talking about um, don't upset Bobby. Don't upset Bobby. I keep trying to say anger. Don't upset Bobby or anger him. <laughs> Out now for free on the App Lab on Oculus and on SideQuest. Check it out. Get him some feedback. But otherwise, this has been episode 80, and this was our VR verdict. See ya. <laughs> Creepies. Forgot I had like fucking spikes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, guys. This is This is cool stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna, was... I'm gonna go figure out some some food to eat, but uh, I'll definitely try to hop on and catch some other shows. And um, yeah, I'll definitely we'll have to keep in touch for sure. Let me know if you ever try out Bobby. Let me know what you think. Oh yeah, um, yeah. If you're free tomorrow, we're doing a roundtable with a couple other de- developers talking about menus and standards, and if that interests you. What what time? Same time. Same time. Okay. Yep. I might. We will see. Depends on what Friday is going on, but I'd love to hop yeah. on and <laughs> and just network. That's what I love about VR as well is it's fun because like you can actually hang out with people and kind of talk and shoot the shit and yeah. uh, fun times. We do like um, we haven't done it in a while, but like big screen movie nights. It's Ooh. so much more fun. Like I've got a projector and you know surround sound stuff like that. I can watch movies like a baby movie theater in my house, but it's still so much more fun. And you can have just as big a screen. And you can oh, be like throwing popcorn with everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> true. just makes it that much better. Yeah. So true. Well, yeah, no, I'll keep a lookout for that for sure. But um, I know I mentioned their trade show, but 
like the space Shave guys are great like they help fund things they're doing like a vr shark tank coming up where they're just doing a lot of crazy things and you meet there's really good people in here so if you ever have a free thursday i'd hop on in and just chat with people yeah most definitely will do for sure i'll keep an eye on it well very cool well, well I'll, let you recharge your battery you. yeah oh yeah for sure no, i will i'll catch you all later thanks again for having me on yeah, anytime thanks Bye. see ya hermit the frog yay <laughs>